This is Search Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. We hear each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here on KNON, the voice of the people. So much going on, so much to talk about, so many incidents that are happening, happening right around here. Midlothian High School, racism popping up there. Uh, Lake Highlands High School, racism popping up. and uh, Well, overt racism, they're there, it's there all the time, but overt things that students, children are after each other, after uh, mockery and making mockery of each other and different things, racial mockery. This thing is going on. But in this 8 o'clock hour, we're going to have Carl Sherman, uh, state legislator, and uh, along with city councilwoman, Miss Carolyn Arnold, uh, they will be with us, and we're going to talk about the uh, uh, the propositions that uh, you'll be voting for this coming Tuesday. I know some of you probably have voted all this week. I blew that one. I really, because... I had so many things down there. I had it written down and forgot I had it. And a gentleman called to remind me of that. We had gone so far with another subject. I forgot it and, and cut him off. And uh, I apologize to him for that one. Yeah. Well, to blow one in 35 years. <laughs> I don't think that, that's too bad. Blow one in 35 Sorry I did that, but we're going we're gonna to hit it in the 8 o'clock hour uh, about the propositions you're going to have to uh, vote on this coming Tuesday if you haven't voted already. Hope you vote, and I just hope you haven't voted already, but I hope you vote. Go to the polls, because things like this really uh, affect you. These things affect your everyday life. You'd be surprised. And the, you can tell when it's not in your favor when the news media don't hardly talk about it. You don't even hear about it. Some people had never heard about it. Asked people yesterday, nobody had heard about it, even heard about it, let alone voted on it, on the issue. So we're going to have to uh, get some information out on this, on this Proposition this coming November 2nd, Tuesday. Yes, we are going to uh, uh, have get some information out on this. And then, the things that are going on in our society. We got our president, he's in Europe and over there, met with the Pope. And I seen the time that would, that would not have been acceptable. I remember when John Kennedy ran for president, uh, W.A. Criswell, pastor of First Baptist Church Dallas. Now he and along with other Southern Baptist racist preachers, all were screaming and hollering, no. If John Kennedy win president, the presidency, the Pope will really be the president. He has to do what the Pope says. You know, just all kind of lies like that. They will tell it. 
And uh, this was something they ruled really against him. And the last time, I think when Jimmy Carter won, he, uh, he had, uh, he was a religious man, but he was a Baptist. He was not uh, a Catholic. But they raised sin about that. So we have people that raise sin about different things and all of that lies. They, they, but it's sad to say they will use religion to cover up their evil ways. They use religion. They use God to cover up evil. People that do so much evil will hide behind God and say if they did it in the name of God. That lets me know that a person like that can't have true Christianity. No, no, they can't have true Christianity. They have their own brand for Christianity that they've cut out and have made their own doctrines that says evil things about black people and all of that. They, they, this was a hardcore racist in 1960. Remember like it was yesterday. How many years ago, 1960? Uh, oh, this is 2021? Uh, what is that, 40? 60. Is it 60? 60. 60 years ago? I, boy, I must be getting old. I, I can remember 60 years ago like it was yesterday. It's still vivid in my mind. And... Uh, so, and he, at the time, you have to understand, First Baptist Church was more or less, uh, it was the headquarters for the Southern, Southern Baptists. He was the most powerful Baptist preacher in the country. His, his, his big number one member was Billy Graham, who was a member of that church. And he was... Very powerful. There had been another racist preacher before him, George Truitt. Oh my God! Oh Lord, these 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 people were, were, were hardcore racist. And when we see what's going on, when we see what's happening, people wake up. Just because of people come to you talking about they in the name of the Lord, don't be naive. The Bible even teaches you that. And teaches that he gives us discernment of spirits. Test our spirit. Test it. See where they stand. Oh, they're pro-life. We don't want abortions. Well, it's a funny thing. They love us so much when we're in our mother's wombs. <laughs> but as soon you come out of that womb. They hate you. <laughs> they want to shoot you, want the police to kill you, don't want you to have programs where you eat right. They don't want you to have a good education. They don't want anything good for you. I'm talking about this because I get so sick of this hypocrisy. And our stupid people go join in. 
right. with these people, not knowing their history, what they're really all about. Okay. It's a sad situation. It's a okay. sad situation. Okay. Oh, God, it's sad. It's bad. But we want to talk about it because, oh, Hot Wheels, we got the worst governor out of all 50 states talking about we second largest state in the union second in population although we 10 million people behind California second in size well Alaska could split in half and two and we'd be third in third place then it's just that much bigger than us but it's a disgrace and a shame to have someone that's really representing a state. Now, don't get me wrong. Texas is a great state. <coughs> it has slavery. It has slavery. It got slavery late. They were very mean and hostile to their slaves in Texas because they got slavery so late, and it's proven according to them. I don't believe it, but if they said the longer people had slaves, the more lenient they became to their slaves. Texas uh, they only had <laughs> slavery from, started in 1830 to 1835, and then they had to free them in 1865, on 19th of June, 1865, when Gordon Granger got here and gave us the word and Galveston, that we were free, but see, things in Texas just, you know, we look worse. We look worse in Mississippi. We look worse in Mississippi. We look worse in any state in the Union. It's sad. It's sad. If you are, I guess we talked this morning, 972 647 1893. Is the number to call, 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Well, we want to talk this morning. Who do we have on the line, Pierre? Reverend Burnett, good morning. And we have uh, James uh, on line one. James? Yes. All righty. Good morning, James. Good morning, Pastor Burnett. How are you? Yeah. I'm doing wonderful. How are you this morning? Fine, fine. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'd like to announce that we're having free food at the Veterans Temple Church of God in Christ, 2627 Dollar Street, one block from uh, uh, right off It's of right off of Bass Street, isn't it? Right off of Bass right, right behind it, New H.S. Thomason High School. I mean, school. Uh, what school? H.S. Thomason. Yeah, H.S. Thomas. Yeah, that elementary school down there. Yes, sir. And y'all have free groceries down there. Yes, sir. Y'all give oh, these groceries out every Saturday? Yes, sir. All right, all right. And people can come down there. What time can they start coming? 9 a.m. Start at 9 a.m. How long will you be there? We'll be there till the food is gone. Mm. Till the food is, till it all run out. Yes, sir. That's all right. You can't beat that. Yeah, you don't have a set departing hour. Just till until the food runs out is when y'all are ready to go. 
That's yes, a, sir. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. Everyone, Thank you, sir. tell them to wake up and call the kin folks, call their friends and everybody. Wake them up. Tell them to go get that free food at 9 o'clock. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, that clears the line, 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. They're still having problems, I guess, with those um, Holland Hills apartments. They, that place still looked like it was hit by an atomic bomb, but uh, they're still having problems down there. They, people uh, sit there... They're losing their goods there. Those who had to move out, people are stealing everything they got and taking for one. This is a load of dirty shame. People are hurting. And most likely, more than likely, I ain't gonna lie, it's people that look like them. They're stealing from them. I mean, how, how low down can you be? How dirty can you be toward one another? These things, that's why we have to correct things in the Bible about who we are, what we're all about. We have to correct things. Once we realize who we are and how close we are and what our generations have Bear, bear force. Well, what are you saying? I'm saying the people you see on earth today came from my ancestors. You say, what people? All of them. White people. Brown. Uh, red. Everybody came from my ancestry. Out of Africa. Everybody. See, those kids over there in Midlothian would not be can on talking about the blacks need to go back to Africa and everything. Where the heck you come out of Africa? Your ancestors come from Africa, stupid. But they they still talking about this critical race theory until until history is really taught. Taught in its fullness. Not swept under the rug, not things that are hidden, and it really is boldly and truthfully taught. Well, we don't want to make our children feel bad. Well, you did bad. Your ancestors did bad. Just tell them the truth. I guess you don't think those black children feel bad. This ain't about our bad feelings. This is about the truth. The truth of the matter. Why is it? You can do ever so much wrong, but you don't want to face the truth. What is it? Why is it the, uh, the, uh, you want to cover everything or make everything a lie that's in your paper? What about this? Make everything in your paper lie and come out before the whole world said, no, we can't, we can't afford to tell the truth now. This make our children feel bad. <laughs> I guess it should. It should. You should feel bad about what your ancestors have done. You should feel bad. Now, 
we we are really, really, really. We're we're not going anywhere. We've got people in office. You've elected folk and put people in office. They talking about Trump. Well, Trump didn't win didn't win the White House just with his one vote. He really didn't win in popular vote no way. You man, the Republicans. When the last time Republicans actually out and out won? An election in popular vote. Last time. Bush didn't win with a popular vote. Uh, what's his name? What's the vice president's name at the time? Gore. Yeah, yeah. He beat Bush. Popular vote. I mean, they need to, they really need that electoral college alone. Well, we wouldn't have so many problems. And Biden won with more votes than any president in history. He had more votes. He got more votes than any president in history. And this fool running around that still running around the country hollering about he won the election. You know, this is just to keep trouble, turmoil, mm-hmm. right. so he can run in 24 just keep keep mess going. The man lost by eight million votes, and gonna say he won. And these stupid people running behind him are saying that they know better. Very few of them are convinced that he won. They know he lost. They know he lost bad. So we have got to stop certain things going on. Although a whole lot of folk voted for him, oh my God. And a lot of them were involved in that insurrection at the Capitol building January 6, 2021. That bad insurrection, and there are people talking about that, but he was talking about they were tourists. (laughs) How can you insult our intelligence with that? It's pitiful. It's pitiful. And you know, the the worst thing is, they want to destroy the people that actually built this country. Is that guilt? Is that what it is? Guilt? Towards the people that, dis- that developed this country? Something is wrong. Tell you what, we're up against a short break, and we'll be back. And you can reach us at 972-647-1893. Yeah, what's up? All right, again, we're back for our number two. No, we're not. We're back for the second segment. One of those mornings. It's really cool out there this morning. Wow. This is the toughest time of the year for me is during the time when you have seasonal transitions. It's it's been real hot. All of a sudden, it's being cool. Let me get over the transition. I'm all right. I'm adjusted to then when it's been real cold, then it starts getting hot. 
It's just that time of the year. God gives us four seasons here in Texas, right here in North Texas. We truly get four seasons. Now, what are we going to do about things that are happening? I listened to some national talk shows the other day, and I'm very disturbed on what they're talking about nationally. They're talking about a civil war in this country. How can they shoot us? How can they get us? When when do we start? How do we reunite? Where will be our capital? This was actually on radio. National radio. What in the world is... They are preparing for war. They're preparing for war in this country. Oh. They said this is why they got their AR-15s. Oh, okay. M-16s. That's why there's no bullets. And they got plenty of ammunition. That's really, that's really a part of their thinking. Hmm. People calling in from all over the country saying this. I'm listening. Wow. I'm not surprised. I ain't gonna lie. I'm surprised. Well, no, I'm not surprised whatsoever. No, not in the least bit. But I'm just, I just worry. Are we prepared to defend ourselves? Hmm. Are we prepared if something was to happen? And there used some people sitting out there, oh, no, no, you're just talking. No, 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 these people are talking this, and they're talking serious. They're angry. They want to get us. See, and when you hear them, you have to hear those dog whistles. Mm -hmm. We're going to get them. Well, who is them? Well, we know who them is. <laughs> you know, it's dog whistles. And these are national, well-known talk show hosts that are, that's entertaining this mess. And I'm wondering about this. I'm wondering, are we paying attention to what's going on? Anybody who try to stop you from paying attention, they either sleepwalking or racist themselves. Mm-hmm. Better wake up because these people aren't playing. I can tell when they just re- just jawjacking. Mm. These people aren't playing. Mm-mm. January 6th. They want to get us. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? Are we prepared? Are we prepared? Are we prepared for an insurrection against us? Are we prepared for violence? Are we prepared to protect our own, our own families, our own homes? Are we prepared? What's going on? Yes, we are we prepared? Yes. I want to hear what we're saying because these people aren't 
on these national shows are jabbing. They're coming from all over the country. And people, a lot of them callers are coming out of Texas. Mm. They never say exactly what city they're in, but they say the hosts are calling from Texas. Mm. A lot of them. What in the world? Yeah. We're ready to defend ourselves. What's happening here? 972-647-1893 is the number to call. All right, who do we have uh, on we, the line? We have uh, Imani on line one. Imani? Yeah. All right. Good morning, Imani. Good morning. I've been up early this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still alive. You know, I just thank God I can live here your voice. <laughs> thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of going to kill you. But I want to tell you, I, I was in the Vietnam War. I was in the Army and Navy. I served honorably. Mm-hmm. I got two honorable discharges. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm writing a book now. It's called Sin and Shame. Mm-hmm. I am tired of Caucasian people with these red hats and guns and stuff. Thanking mm-hmm. me for my service. I did not go to Vietnam to fight for you. I went to Vietnam to make rich people richer mm-hmm. and make them powerful and, and make Donald Trump the draft dodger. Yeah. He drafted to make him the president. Mm-hmm. I did, so please stop asking me, thanking me for my service. I only went, went because I was black. I had been terrorized all my life and I called it a slave soldier. And now I have a disorder. And this is mm-hmm. disorder is trying to figure out why would you keep starting these wars like a, uh, the Saigon War? Why you keep starting Afghanistan War? You never finished because I finally realized what you did. Mm-hmm. What they did is start these wars to make money, wealth, and power. So please stop stopping me and thanking me for my service because I did not go to serve you. I'm like Ali. I wasn't called a that N word, which is your shame, because you didn't it. Until I came back to this country, mm-hmm. I was not called that word. Mm-hmm. So please, when you kept stopping me, and especially you were with the red hat, and thanking me, serving you, because I did not serve this country. I was poor, I was black, I had two choices. Mm-hmm. I could go to And was going to prison had you not gone to war. It was a prison of war for you. Uh, yeah. I came through the same era. But he is what well, My children now, with the <coughs> they say, now you can destroy my children. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of you seeing all me calling in rain. Mm-hmm. The truth is, we can save the country if everybody would start teaching the truth and stop lying. If a Bible, they said, a house built on sin, well, we build on sin. It will not stand. Mm-hmm. If we tell the truth and everybody, all people that live in this wonderful country will tell the truth and start at the bottom. We all can repent, forgive each other, and save the country from going to hell on a rocket ship. That's right. And I, I thank you. Thank you for your call and comment. Thank you, sir. Uh-huh. Thank you. the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have next, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, Lewis, Lewis on uh, line three. Lewis? Lewis, yes. All right, good morning, Lewis. Hello? Is Lewis still there? Yeah, I hear him. 
Just、uh, try to speak closer to your microphone. You hear? I don't hear.、Anything. Lewis? Are you here? Yeah. Reverend. Hello.、Okay. Yes, go right ahead. You're on air.、Uh, yes, Reverend. It's Robert. It's Robert. It's Robert, it's Robert Petrie. All right. Yeah.、Uh, Lewis will be after Robert, actually. Oh, okay.、Yeah. <laughs> All right. Come on. Reverend Doctor, you asked was we were、uh, prepared. Mm hmm. You mentioned earlier in your show what's happening out in Holland Village. Mm hmm.、Uh, and how they're stealing and breaking in and from one another. You know, so we, we're not, there's a war going on within our race in our community. You know, a lot of times people ask me, say, well, you've been up there on Harwood for 44 years. How have you been able to make it for 44 years? And I tell them that. I've been burglarized more than 50 times. My car has been vandalized probably 250 times or more. I went to my business two times, turned on my light, and they pulled all the wiring out of my building. I left my office one evening, had 11 cars on my lot. I got there the next morning, all 11 was stolen. So I have been, you know, and not just me, just other businesses have gone through the same thing to survive in the community that we represent. You know,、mm-hmm. and, and so we got dazzled. You get you that force ready to wipe us out with all those guns, like you're saying, which is, that is true. And then we have a war against each other. So, what, what, what's the solution, Ray? Well, first of all, we have to look at why is it those people down there off Harwood and Grand Way? Well, that's your first business, isn't it? And that's your work?、Yeah. yeah, all right.、Uh, your dealership. And when we look at who, who are the people? That controls the money and keep others from going to banks,、mm-hmm. borrowing money in order to purchase one of your automobiles. We, got, we have that's institutionalized to keep people, certain people away. They don't want them to buy your cars because that means you make some money, which they don't want. See, that, there's, a, there's a great evil force behind this whole thing. That's horrible.、Right. And, and you have protested for years. I, remember I passed by there and have gone in there. I come by your place and see huge signs. Don't do business with this bank. Don't do business with this lending institution or that one because they won't loan money,、That's、which、right. they're in business and have signed a contract. Uh, it's supposedly backed by the United States federal government that they're going to lend money in the areas of the, in that community to those people who live there. And they, they're just not there to collect money, they're there to lend as well as collect. That's right. That's, that's a federal law, but we never hear any politicians. We never hardly hear anybody. 
talk about enforcing that law because a lot of them get their money from people that's tied in with these lending institutions. <laughs> What's the guy's name that uh, when he comes to Washington, all the senators, everybody lined up, they're going to make sure they're there to hear him. They That's, that's the one time they all show up there in the Senate chamber and then in the House chamber because most of the time the House and Senate chamber is not full. You be seeing them on there, hearing them talking, is watching, giving a speech. It may not be three people out there in the audience in that building. I've been there too many times. There ain't nobody there. They just like, talking to themselves and talking to the television. That's all. Right. Last but week, I tell you what, uh, Jamie Diamond. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last Diamond is with uh, Bank of America. The bank is the Bank of America. Uh, it's one of those big major banks. Chase. 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 Yeah, Chase. I thought it was Chase. Yeah. Chase. Whenever he shows up in Washington, every all of them come stand at attention because he give them all money. That's why nobody speaks against lending institutions in America. They're afraid of Jamie Dimon. Right. See, but uh, last week, last week, the federal government said that they are getting ready to file lawsuits against banks for redlining. It's like they, they make oh. it sound like redlining just started last week. Man, redlining been here ever since there been a redline. <laughs> And until we deal with the Community Reinvestment Act and deal with FDIC, the OCC, mm-hmm. and the Federal Reserve Bank, mm-hmm. until you deal with those institutions, mm-hmm. because they're the ones that have approved the banks for favorable lending when they don't lend in our community. See, we, it's, it's our fault that we don't stand up mm-hmm. Yeah. In equity that, that, that we face daily in this community. But if you hide the learning in your uh, educational institutions on how this country really runs, we don't know what to stand up for. We don't even know how that particular program worked. Do you remember, you, you was a, Peter Johnson and I was on, on 9-11 back in two, what, 2001. And do you remember right after that, People start calling me. Oh, ish, your country too. They were scared. <laughs> they were scared of the bomb. It's your country too. It, 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 it ain't never mind till it's until you think it's time to come fight for it. Right. That's right. That's right. But it's theirs as long as things going good. You you, you can't participate in that. See, you know, just the hypocrisy in this country, and, and which brings about stupidity. And right. we but we have just got to see. We need a Robert Petrie school, a business. <laughs> how he took three hundred dollars and have amassed millions. Three hundred dollars in a bad. Well, it, I wouldn't call the neighborhood bad, but it's an economically deprived yes. neighborhood. <laughs> we call it that, and turn it and in to millions. And and I. And I have been able to the community and Dallas as a whole, rather, and, and see. But we have to take, you know, just like right now when you, the power structure run this city. Mm-hmm. Black leaders don't stand up 
and deal with the problem, make people aware of what's happening to them. We don't have, you know, it's like everything is all right in the mm. city of Dallas, man. Mm. You know, you got a black family, Well, for them, for some of them, it is. <laughs> <laughs> they doing pretty good, some of them down there. Some of these yeah. black but, leaders, and they, they, they doing all right. It's hard to feel sorry for a hungry man when you stay in your belly all punched out and everything. (laughs) You don't feel sorry for that hungry man. But anyway, I got to get off here. It's time. I got to get off here. time. Y'all can reach but me. Reverend, you've been telling them. You've been telling them for years exactly what you said. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, for thirty-five years. Mm-hmm. They, they still sleep. They don't want to wake up, Reverend. They willing. They love these conditions. They oh. love these conditions. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I, I got to run, Robert. I, I, I'm uh, up against the break. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number to reach me, man. And we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's, I'ma kick it with the mind, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. Pull up the world today. All right, we're back, and you, and you can reach us at 972-647-1893. Coming up again at 8 o'clock. Our state representative, uh, Sherman, and... Dallas City Council woman Arnold will be with us in 8 o'clock hour and we're going to talk about the amendments those propositions so when you vote Tuesday you know what you're voting on and what you're voting all about mm-hmm. alrighty who do we have uh, Pierre and we have uh, Lewis on uh, line one. Good morning, Lewis. Good morning, Reverend Bob. How are you doing? Fine. How are you doing, Lewis? Well, good subject you're talking about this morning. I know I've been, me myself have been telling people at least 10 doggone years or more about what's going on right now. And seem like it's seem like it's accelerating. I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime mm. before. Saying like this stuff is right around the bad dumb corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it I, ain't around the corner. It's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right in front of you. I people sitting around here uh, living this old so-called life. While we out here at the clubs and the malls on the weekend, these folks out here preparing <laughs> just for what you said they preparing. For. Well, have they, they have their children. Small yep. children. I ain't talking about no teenagers. There's yep. little small teens. Uh, primary children at the gun range. Mm. They are That's practicing. Right. Mm-hmm. And That's they can right. shoot. We got these, mm. oh, we yes. got these guns, but we, we, we think that just because you hear a paw paw, everybody going to run. But now it's going to be different with these folks. They're mm. going to be shooting back at <laughs> you. Mm. You know, yeah. We used to pile, pile, and everybody run and stuff. You know, mm. now, that ain't what this is gonna be like. These people better wake up. This stuff is right around the cone, and it's been in the works for years. This just didn't yeah. happen in Trump. Mm-hmm. It's been in the works for years, mm-hmm. and it's sad the state that we're in. Man, we walking around here like doggone zombies, bro. Yeah, we walking around here like zombies. 
Well, like he is what? Said, he, this election ain't him even been on the news. Ain't nobody said nothing about this doggone election. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm surprised to sort of hear about it. Well, and that's the way they sneak things by you. Mm-hmm. And that's you right. wouldn't complain. Well, you, you, you voted for it. We standing there. No, I didn't. I didn't vote for it. Well, when you didn't vote, you were actually casting a vote right. for it. Right. Yeah. Because they, it's like all it. set up and they got their group that they want to get this passed. And if we don't vote, and they do vote, that's a, that's a vote for them, right. for their, for their projects. <laughs> and uh, we it's have to understand. It's going to take an act of God. It's going to take an act of God to save us right there. <laughs> well, God. If you think it's going to be on us, we in trouble. Well, God acts through us. Hmm. That's right. That's right. He's not going to come down here mm. and defend us mm. in person. Right. Mm. He already let us know that. Mm. Yeah. He won't. He won't do that. Say it again. But he do give us the wherewithal to defend ourselves. Mm-hmm. God never meant for us to be walking around with our heads in the air, think we're going somewhere when. The only thing we care about our heads is if our hair's right, if it's straightened <laughs> out. And do we have the right hat on our head? That's the only thing we we seem to be really caring about. Amen. Rather than trying to get something in our heads. Amen. And, yeah. and, and the first law of the land is self-preservation. And we do not really when you mention self-preservation to us, preserving, protecting, and preserving ourselves, mm. we we don't we don't we don't seem to click with it. Mm. And then when you start talking about provisions, mm. providing for ourselves and our people, that just don't seem to click with us. Mm. Because we've been taught uh, against things like this for so long. That we believe our enemy. Right, right, right. We seem like we're our own worst enemy. We got people like Herschel. Well, you've been taught to be, to do things that work against your own Mm self-preservation. You've been taught. And you don't want to learn how to reverse the teaching that have gone forth that you've gotten down through the years. You're going to say, no, mama. Grandma and granddad, all of them taught me this. No, grandmama and they—they they didn't know it. They taught you what they knew. Right. But in a way, they had better sense than our generation got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they had land. Mm. They preserved the land. They kept the land. They worked the land. They were their own employers. Mm. They wasn't worried about trying to go to work for General Motors or mm. somewhere else. They were working their land. But we did, we, we call that stupid. That's slave work. Uh-uh. It's slave work when you're working for somebody else. Right. There you go. But it's your, it, it's your empire mm. when you're working for yourself. That's right. That's right. We got empire and slavery mixed up. Mm. This is what happened during the time that we have been working and working all these years and everything, but we were working for someone else. That's why right. we didn't reap the fruits of that right. labor. Right. 
but we need to learn to take what we have. Yeah, not well, to your the, radio listeners, they better open up their eyes. That's right around the corner. Yeah, well, no, I keep telling you, even around the corner. Around the corner, right. It's right in front of you. It's right in front of you. It's happening right every day. I agree with you. you know, right, I appreciate they're not hiding it. They're coming with it, buddy. <laughs> and, they're gonna, and look here. He bringing the whole family with him. January 6th. Yes, he bring the whole family with him on January 6th. Only they, 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 that, that, that ain't nothing now. <laughs> compared to what we'll be. Listen to nasty. If you people think I'm lying, just go cut your radios on and start listening to these national shows and hear what these folks are saying. Mm. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we're going to come. We'll get them. We, we, we're going after them. Well, yeah, no, they, 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 who you think real. them is? We trying to, well, no, no, they, 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 they talking about those Chinese and Japanese. They ain't talking about no Chinese and Japanese. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No. Real, you got it uh, two, two hours every weekend, but these folks here got it 24 seven, six right. days a week. All day There's long. Real That's right. stations over there on AM. Right. You can find right. a talk right. show, uh, 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 one of these right, right ring talk shows, 24 right. 7. 24 7. 24 7, brother. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. They're on there. Well, I appreciate you taking my calls, and I hope these folks wake their butt up. <laughs> All right. We better. Yes. You, when we sing this, we're talking about. Depending ourselves, mm-hmm. looking out for ourselves. Don't let nobody tell you you don't need to do that. You don't need law to take care of you. Yeah, all right. You going out there? Hmm. And when you get your shell blowed off, <laughs> don't lay it on the Lord. Right. Because he he got he knows how to train you. He can give you weapon, everything, and give you just to defend yourself. Now, better be ready. And, and, and to be cognizant of your enemy. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. You need to know who your true enemies are. They, these people aren't changing. Mm-mm. It, it's a sad situation. Sad. Everybody wants a new day. Everybody wants America to change. We're going we're to have this. We're going to have that. We're going to have this. And uh, we're all going to work together. Why are we separated? We're all going to work together. America, they, and they put the word again behind it. Right. We're going we're gonna to get back together. Great again. We ain't never been together in, in, in America. Nope. We've never been together. Wake up, people. All right, you can reach me at 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Uh, and we have uh, Bill on uh, line two. Bill? Yeah. All right. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Pastor Barnett. How are you? Oh, okay. A little troubled and worried. I, I, I can come on here and say that I'm fine, but I'm not and, and hmm. because uh, of the way things are going in this country. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's par for the course. It's been like this as long as I've been alive for 67 years. Yep. You know, it's just it's just really, really now, you know, uh, coming to a head. You're right about uh, uh, the far right or the 
talk radio shows and what they're twenty four seven preaching this stuff. You can find one any any. You can't never say, "Well, I can't find one." All you got to do is cut your radio on. Oh, yeah. Turn it. You gonna find it's sometime two and three and four at uh, uh, same time. Same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. and the, they, the other stations uh, that, that that exist on 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 either dial FM or AM. Mm-hmm. You know, they send subliminal messages to mm-hmm. these people. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. They, they the, do. They plant. They shoot it right hands. by people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they shoot it right by sports talk radio shows and whatnot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They, uh, uh, of course, the majority of their their hosts are white. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, sub, mm-hmm. sub, they send these messages out, and and uh, I, I just was aware of it the other day that I caught this, and it's just you're right, uh, Pastor Barnett. They're, they, uh, the there's white supremacy and whatnot, or really have a stronghold in this country. They right. they always have, but now mm-hmm. they've been given the green light by the last right. uh, 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 idiot that was there. Right. Yeah. Well, here's what, here's what. You know one of the most racist institutions in this country? Boy, but we just love it. We love it. We just, oh, God, we love it. And it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a display of racism, bigotry, and hatred every time it comes on. You know what it is? Watch. What's that? Watch the NFL. NFL, Oh, yeah. oh my, Pastor Barnett. Listen to those announcers. You hit the oh. nail on the head, oh. You absolutely right. If he's, if he's a white quarterback, oh, whoo, whoo, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Tom Brady. Brady. Black, uh, Tom. black, uh, black, 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 Oh, oh, they're athletic. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, they, it, I just listen to those announcers. Uh, the NFL have on. It is still as racist as can be. Right. I, I wish those young, I, I wish those uh, 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 black young men that that, that that are the majority in the NFL would wake up and realize how much power they do have, mm-hmm. and uh, to change things. And uh, it, it's just it, it's just a shame. A shame. They they throw so much money at them that, mm-hmm. that you know uh, that they uh, I don't know they become desensitized to. To the situation, you know, they shut him up. You know, well, and, if you've been poor all your life, right. oh yes, I understand. And here come right. a man with a with a million <laughs> or two, right? And you've been poor. Well, hey. You're right. You'll glue your own lips together. <laughs> hey. You know, if I, if I had if I had the same the same circumstances, I don't know. You know, I, I pray to God that I'd make the right choice. You know, <laughs> because you can't say you can't say you wouldn't do the same thing. Awful hard to watch your mother and your father mm. and your kids struggle through poverty mm. and then you have a chance to get mm. them out of poverty, right. I, I, I'd probably do the same thing too, Pastor. Right. i tell you what, go, go and check. I bet if you interviewed every player, black player in the NFL, one of the first things those black guys do they don't get credit for, most of them, the first thing they do is buy their mother a new home. Oh, yeah. They yeah, they, uh, they they want to make sure that's the one thing they want mm-hmm. to make sure yeah. their mother is taken care of because they realize yeah. what she had to go through mm-hmm. just to get them raised and their daddy and everything. See, I, I, our, ourselves we understand that, Pastor Brian. We know what it is to be poor. We mm. know we understand that. Mm-hmm. But white America does not understand that. Mm. They don't no. because they never faced it. Mm-hmm. They don't know what it is mm-hmm. to to be in those those situations. Mm. I mean, I know that. There's some poor white people, I'm sure, you know, and and there's good people, you know, and all. But it's just, it's just, 
Mm-hmm. I, I understand their plight, and I understand mm-hmm. their temptation and whatnot. But, you know, it's not so much temptation. It's, it's you see your mother and your father struggling so much to, to mm-hmm. better you, yourself, mm-hmm. their kids, and whatnot. And then you just, you know, you, uh, you know I'd do the same thing, Pastor Martin. I would do the same thing. What was, your, right about these, what was the woman's things? name that used to back him her flow and, and high heels? What was the name of that show? She'd be vacuuming in high heels. She was a white woman, you know. They were rich, Uh-oh. you know, it was a rich, upper middle class white people. I can't think of her name. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but they think everybody's supposed to be in the, Was it Lever to Beaver? Oh, I know. Well, Lever to Beaver was one right. of them. Right. Was she the one? Uh, Come on, she vacuuming right. her floor in her high right. heels and right. Right. beautiful dress on. on. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, that's yeah. they figure it's all supposed to be small. like that, uh-huh. you know. Uh, yeah. And he, this boy has been watching his mother in that same old shaggy dress come home. Yeah. Working hard, yeah. scrubbing floors and doing different things like that to, yeah. to just to keep them doing everything she can to keep them fed. Mm. I honestly yes. think, Pastor Martin, in this country, uh, uh, if they if they could enslave us again, which we're slaves anyway, somewhat, some sort, well, if they could do that again, you're doggone right they do it again. And it might be headed in that direction. Pastor Martin, and justified with God's word. Well, they justified original slavery in God's word. Right. Roman Catholic Pope okay slavery for the Western and, world. Right. So, evangelicals right now do that right now. Yeah. They, they already do it. Oh, yes, no. Lord. If you, they, they, you, use, they use God. They're, they're blasphemers is what they are. Oh, because, yeah. You know, they're blasphemers, you know, to use God's word, yeah. you know, for that. And oppressing at the same time. Right, right. I'm going to take more of your time. Thank you for hearing me, Pastor Martin. All right, thank you. All right, we're up against... Uh, a break, a short break, going to our 8 o'clock hour. And uh, 972-647-1893 is the number to call. And hopefully we'll have Brother Sherman and Sister Arnold on when we come back. We'll Happy right birthday, back. Reverend Barnett. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I have to say it. Happy birthday, Reverend Barnett. Yeah. It's one of those days. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're ready for our number two of church information and open forum. All right, and you're also welcome to be in church with us tomorrow morning. We're streaming on the internet. We're streaming on Facebook, 9.30 tomorrow morning, Marion Barnett Sr., and that's how you look it up. Look that page, particular page, Evelyn and Joe Church, Marion Barnett Senior. Tomorrow morning, nine thirty. Everybody, and I mean everybody, is welcome to worship with us at nine thirty tomorrow morning. Thank you, everybody. You're more, you're more than welcome to worship with us. All right, right now on the KNON Hotline, we have. A state representative. Wait. Is it? It's something. Something. Something in your mic. It's, it's in my wind head. Or something. Something in my head. Is it coming Ms. to me? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, there it goes. All right, Representative Sherman, you're there. I am. All righty. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on KNON. Mm. All right. Thank you for being here. Ah, uh, you, uh, you've been, y'all not going to have a fifth session, are you? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Uh, with, with Governor Abbott, who knows? If we well, yeah, that's your, <laughs> oh, Hot Wheels is your neighbor, isn't it? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> what? <coughs> you stay down there in Duncanville, and you you're in Desoto. Y'all y'all close to each other. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I call it all Oak Cliff extension, but anyway, <laughs> we uh. You know, what was this last session all about? Well, the continuation of red meat, you know, mm, sessions, mm-hmm. uh, policy-wise and, and even uh, constitutionally-wise, special sessions should be called when there is an emergency item. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, uh, what we've seen in all of these special sessions are just red meat uh, issues mm. that uh, the Republican Party wants to see uh, and the base mm. wants to have passed in the law. Mm-hmm. But, you know, real, really emergency items should have been, uh, let's fix this grid, mm. this power mm-hmm. grid mm-hmm. we've got a problem with. Over 4.7 million people lost their power. Over mm. 700 people lost their lives. Whoa, and man. We've got serious problems uh, with the power grid, but when you will not winterize uh, our uh, infrastructure, that's what you're going to have. And, and uh, until we get serious about this and make a commitment to protect the 30 million Texans that rely on uh, sensible and practical, common sense governance, mm-hmm. we're going to continue to have these partisan special sessions. Uh, that do nothing more but waste uh, <coughs> of tax dollars for us to convene mm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. on polarizing issues that are not right. emergency right. items. Mm-hmm. Tax dollars. Well, you you coming in at a time that I would you would have thought by coming in you you went you were elected what twenty twenty? Uh, uh, well, twenty eighteen. Elected twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. You would have thought this would have been back in the 50s with the mentality of the people we got there. Yeah. See, uh, uh, you might not even been born today. You remember Alan Shivers? I do not. Uh, You've heard about him, haven't you? Then, excuse me, uh, what's the name again? Alan Shivers. He used to be the governor of Texas. Uh, I'm not familiar with when he Oh, Lord, have mercy. Uh, <laughs> you can put him, you know, George Washington, Bill Boyd, and all, uh, I mean, George Wallace, Bill Boyd, they didn't have anything on shippers. And they don't have anything, they didn't have any, they don't have anything on Hot Wheels. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's tough and all the rest. He, he may be the worst governor Texas ever had. <laughs> But it, it, it's just that. It's just that. It, it's ridiculous. Uh, some of the things y'all having to put up, 
and he was extending them sessions because I guess he hadn't done enough damage in the, in the regular session. Uh, session. Uh, when the last time they had four different sessions uh, for our state officers? I don't know that we've had uh, consecutive sessions uh, for called. Uh, I think Rick Berry may have called two uh, consecutive sessions. Mm-hmm. But, not, but uh, I'm not sure. And you know, he wasn't quite—he wasn't quite the best we've ever had either. But he <laughs> never called over two. <laughs> right, uh, consecutive. Right. Yeah, uh, but 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 we we've got some amendments. Uh, we want to uh, deal with. Have we got a councilwoman on alone yet? Okay. She should be calling in a second. I want to deal with some of these amendments, these propositions that's going on, uh, which, you know, the way they do it, they, they never work in our favor. Uh, so uh, what what are some of the things we need to look out for? Yeah, I, I think uh, one of the constitutional amendments that concerns me most is uh, 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 five. Uh, Constitutional Amendment 5. Is, this is the one that addresses the uh, court, uh, the, the uh, judge qualification. Mm-hmm. And as a as a non-lawyer, and the only non-lawyer served on the Special Select Judicial Commission uh, for the Supreme Court, I'll tell you that this particular Constitutional Amendment was birthed out of the uh, elections in Harris County where mm-hmm. we saw 19 African-American women uh, win uh, the judgeship there. And, and changing that magistrate overnight uh, caused an upheaval uh, from the uh, judges who had served uh, many for a quarter of a century uh, handing down uh, draconian sentences upon uh, the community of Houston. And so uh, mm-hmm. This is retaliation, and what they're mm-hmm. wanting to do is uh, set some standards for these elected uh, offices. Mm-hmm. Uh, no other time have we had that happen. Uh, we don't have to mm-hmm. worry about those individuals who were booted out by uh, the voters uh, because they were rewarded, many of them, with promotions to the appellate court, mm-hmm. as well as one was uh, promoted to the Supreme Court. Uh, by the governor. So, you know, this is an attack on our democracy uh, and saying that the uh, citizens of Texas are not smart enough uh, to choose their judges. Obviously, uh, their their reasoning has been impaired because how else can you explain mm-hmm. the browning of our judicial bench? Uh, but this is purely partisan and racial politics. Well, now, the, just looking at how the communities of color was the great addition on to the state population-wise, but we get cut back when the gerrymandering uh, gets done and everything. Will there be some lawsuits uh, against all of this that's going on? Well, you're absolutely right, and, and I appreciate you informing the public. I enjoy 
uh, your radio broadcast because you are very candid and straightforward about the issues that we're dealing with. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had uh, over the decade with the new census numbers coming in, uh, 4 million new Texans added to our population. Mm -hmm. Of those 4 million, 95% were people of color, uh, Mm -hmm. black and brown and Asian American. And so uh, we yet uh, find ourselves in a redistricting process uh, with two additional congressional seats uh, that because of gerrymandering, as you cited, Mm -hmm. uh, the representation uh, will not be of the new population. So uh, these will continue to be the individuals uh, that are uh, most overrepresented in the Texas House as well as the Congressional House, and that is white males. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look at mm-hmm. the House, uh, the Texas House, 150 representatives uh, that are there, the majority of representation are white males. Mm-hmm. That does not represent the state of Texas. No. It does not even fairly represent no. uh, white females. Mm-hmm. And so we've got a problem of uh, the Confederate spirit that mm-hmm. refuses to be buried in this state. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is why we are the state of defiance, the state of Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. And until we have citizens uh, to protest more with lawsuits, uh, as you you know, know mm-hmm. we have already filed uh, a couple of lawsuits, mm-hmm. uh, one being that it is unconstitutional uh, for us to do redistricting during a special session. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, when you stack the courts uh, mm-hmm. with uh, folks who are partisan, uh, yeah. then you're going to get a, uh, get a verdict that is in your favor. Yeah, right. exactly. Uh-huh. But now, when they tried to uh, put Al Green and Sheila Jackson Lee, uh, fix it where they would have to run against each other, which that would be cutting out one of the congressional districts in Houston, uh, how, how did they, 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 they warned, was that, was that, how did they, how, how did that, that, that come about that they, they, they beat that back? <laughs> well, you know, I really appreciate uh, the steadfastness of Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee and Congressman Al Green and had uh, several meetings uh, with them uh, during our stint in D.C. Uh, you know, it, it took uh, a resistance. It took uh, citizens coming together, uh, you know, and uh, I, I even came to uh, Houston to protest uh, with our Congress. Uh, about this issue, you know, Mm -hmm. we've got to stick together. And at the end of the day, uh, that's how we got them to to, uh, capitulate on their position. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes, uh, even for a stubborn party uh, that is resistant to uh, the uh, electorate, uh, they will relent on some things because uh, they've gotten mostly everything they want. And uh, there are some fights that they come to realize it's not worth uh, them losing uh, the future. I I heard one of your uh, promos where you talked about uh, the trust, eroding trust in in governance. Mm -hmm. When you lose that trust because uh, you are greedy in your power, uh, that 
you know, it, it causes a lot of folks to question uh, your position uh, mm-hmm. in politics. So gerrymandering is certainly uh, just a part of it, and we've got to do everything possible to uh, uh, continue to fight this in the courts. Uh, this is uh, something that uh, you, you just... I didn't want to. I always felt it was going to come. It was going to end up coming back this direction. But there, are people talked about how things could get better as time go on. And <laughs> if we don't work and stay vigilant, it will never get better. Hundred right. years will be the same thing like it is now. It will or worse. It will never unless we stay vigilant. Uh, how many African Americans we have? Uh, in Austin, in the state legislature. In in the state legislative body, we have 18. uh, And 18, and we're losing one uh, who is a Republican, uh, James White. So the Republican Party, after uh, this term ends, will not have one uh, single African-American on the House floor. Hmm. so, mm-hmm. so, and you're right about the change. You know, Dr. King uh, spoke about that, that there are those who think that change is going to be inevitable uh, just because time mm-hmm. uh, will change things. But Mark Twain, I believe it was, that said that history may not repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme. Uh, yeah. So that, that's mm-hmm. what we have right now mm-hmm. is a cadence of Confederate spirit uh, that's ringing throughout our democracy mm-hmm. uh, in the name of uh, James Crow Esquire. Yep. He may be a little bit more sophisticated and polished. Uh, but I know, don't know. Uh, uh, he, he seemed to want to adopt his old name, Jim Crow. He, <laughs> just like uh, you know they knew about it in Austin that the slaves had been free. But right. Gordon Granger didn't go any farther than Galveston. That's he didn't right. even come on to the mainland of Texas. He stayed on an island outside of Texas to tell that. They finally yeah. came on up the Navasota River and all that. But it just seemed like it's just uh, we, are, we are moving backwards. Uh, the 18 African Americans, are they very progressive? Uh, most, most are. Uh, progressive. Uh, you know, because uh, we come from districts uh, that uh, certainly uh, the people there are progressive. I'll tell you, uh, you know, there are districts like mine uh, mm-hmm. in Dallas uh, that uh, the uh, citizens are very engaged civically, mm-hmm. and they expect uh, me to fight for them, uh, whether it's in the uh, conference room or on the House floor. Mm-hmm. and uh, for me to get results for them. Uh, they're not uh, interested in the shenanigans or shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want results. And so I, I, uh, I'm focused on that. And, and I know other legislators who are of the same mind. And that's why we had to go to D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, to fight and uh, refuse a, mm-hmm. a forum yeah. on the House floor. That was... That was our nuclear weapon. That's, that's yep. all we really could do. And as I told our uh, House members, uh, because I led our devotion and prayer each morning, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in midair, 
uh, on those planes, we uh, transitioned from being uh, elected officials to activists. Ah. And in so many ways, mm-hmm. uh, we have to remain a hybrid in order to get the results needed to make change in the state. Look, I, I am excited. I'm hopeful. And one of the things that makes me hopeful is a man, a young man named Lee Merritt. Mm-hmm. Lee Merritt, I, I don't know if you've been keeping up with, but he's a Lee Merritt. Officer. He uh, he's on. He's been on this show several times, and in fact, okay, so, I called him this week. Uh, I tell you what, we 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 up against a, a short break, and I think we have a okay. uh, uh, school. Not a school board trust, wasn't it? Saying? Carolina Arnold. Yeah, Carolina Arnold, who is a city, city councilwoman. Council okay. And uh, we'll be right back. Yo, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like this? Here we go. Happy birthday, Reverend Barnett. Happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> you shouldn't do that. Size 44. But it is. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Rev Barnett. All right, thank you. All righty. All right, we are back on Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. And we have on the line State Representative Brother Carl Sherman. And on there, Dallas City Councilwoman uh, Carolyn Arnold is has joined us. Uh, she's on the line. Yes. Good morning, Miss Arnold. You there? Good morning. All right. I, I didn't know if you were MIA on this. <laughs> <laughs> what I wanted to make sure uh, was that the, the uh, representative could talk about there are eight propositions. And I know that some of the representatives have differing positions. I, 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 we received information from uh, Yvonne Davis as our representative, and I know that she's supporting uh, all of those amendments except for three and four. She's asking or uh, suggesting uh, her position is that you vote against those. But I, I also wanted to have... Part uh, uh, well, could you hold one second? Because I want the people to really hear this. She suggested to vote against... Proposition three and four, and yes. Okay, all right. And proposition mm-hmm. three deals with the uh, proposed constitutional amendment would restrict the ability of public officials to issue emergency orders that limit in-person religious services during a disaster, mm. and treat oh. them the same as other locations where individuals gather. But it says uh, we need to have, uh, it would be good to have some clarity from a representative chairman on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the fourth one dealt with the judicial qualifications. So I think overall the others are just a good common sense, maybe easy to read measures. Mm-hmm. But it's still good to have clarification, especially on those that have troubling language such as three. Mm-hmm. Okay, on this uh, uh a representative, uh, could you tell us, is there, could that be another disaster like we had, what was that, in uh, February? Could this happen again in Texas? Absolutely. Well, and, what, uh, what, 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 what is uh, our 
governor, lieutenant governor, railroad commissioner, uh, attorney general, wh- what are they doing? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think we're playing politics with right. health, with public health. And uh, as uh, the councilwoman said, Carolyn King-Arnold, I want to thank you uh, for those comments and highlighting that. And I know uh, that, uh, as you mentioned, some of us have different positions. Uh, and I am also against, uh, I'm, I voted yesterday. In fact, uh, Representative Yvonne Davis and I uh, voted uh, at around the same time. I was uh, coming out and she was going in. Uh, I voted no on uh, amendment, uh, Constitutional Amendment 3, uh, 4, but also in 5 because of my concerns. Uh, as I pointed out earlier in the show, mm-hmm. uh, as a member of the Judicial Select Commission for the Supreme Court, uh, mm-hmm. I know the danger that they are playing in politics uh, to try and ensure uh, that fewer people of color are on the magistrate. Mm-hmm. But as it relates to uh, the number three that uh, Councilwoman Carolyn King-Arnold asked about as well, that uh, that uh, that. that uh, uh, amendment is very dangerous and I'll tell you as a pastor uh, it's very dangerous and I, I express mm-hmm. my opposition on the House floor to uh, the Republican Party who simply wants to pander uh, to the religious right mm-hmm. on this issue here you mm-hmm. know uh, they're they're saying that the government should not be able uh, to uh, close them down and, and I believe that they know better than that. I mean, Romans 13, 1 and 2, talks about the church has an obligation to obey the government. And the church mm-hmm. is the members, by the way. Uh, and, and I know that they fall on Hebrews, uh, Hebrews uh, 10, uh, I believe it's 10, 25, uh, where Scripture says that we should not forsake the assembly of one another. But mm-hmm. the church is not the building. The church is the people. people. Mm-hmm. And, and John 4, 24 says uh, that they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We worship in spirit and in truth. So it is not a physical thing of assembly. It is a spiritual thing of assembly. Mm-hmm. So you can connect. It's all about connectivity. You can connect over the Internet. You can connect by phone. Uh, you can still assemble as a church. And when I think about this social health issue, this is nothing new. If you go to Leviticus, I believe it's chapter 13, verse 45, the Bible tells us that in that time, they wore a cloth uh, on their face that mm-hmm. covered their nose and their mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they practiced social distancing. Why? Because there was a public health issue mm-hmm. at the Leviticus 13, 45, mm. and they had to practice social distance. But they went a little further. They said, unclean, unclean, uh, anytime they were near some folks, and we know that was the leprosy. Mm-hmm. Today, we are dealing uh, with COVID. We are dealing with the Kappa virus and the Delta virus. And there are so many uh, uh, variations oh. of this virus that are of public health, and we must be conscious of humanity and the effects that we have in spreading uh, this deadly virus that's killed over 700,000 people in America alone. Yes. We can't play with this. So Uh, we we need to break out in sackcloth and ashes, right? 
That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But, you know, but when you want to play politics and and act like uh, coming together uh, at the church building is is what is required, you can't find scripture for that. It might fail, but it won't save. So mm. we've got to be serious mm. about our salvation and stop bringing politics into it. I think right. I was telling right. Commissioner Bright that I believe uh, that the new religion today is politics. It's easier mm. for a person to convert from Baptist to Methodist, from Methodist to Presbyterian, uh, than a person coming from Republican to Democrat or vice versa. Uh-huh. We have made this into our God, and it's removed any common sense politics uh, from the arena. So, uh, yeah, vote no on three, vote no on four, and vote no on five. Uh-huh. Well, I hear you. The, the Reverend here this morning. All right. You <laughs> <laughs> got <laughs> Yeah. Well, I just, I just got to preach it, and that's why, you know, that's why I'm Many excited hats. about Lee Merritt. You've had on the show mm-hmm. many times, but he's running for Texas Attorney General. We need his leadership in mm-hmm. that office. Right. Stop suing the it, wrong people. And as he said, you know, we need an attorney general who knows he has a client uh, that represents 30 million Texans and not just one person. That's uh, right. That's Trump. And he's a brilliant. He's a brilliant. He's a brilliant young man. He's brilliant. Very brilliant. Very brilliant. Uh, but we we have to understand that uh, so many times. Things that are silent are some of the loudest, worst things that could happen to us. Uh, we have some propositions on the uh, ballot here uh, in Dallas County. Uh, 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 Councilwoman Arnold, what's happening with those propositions here in Dallas County? Okay, so uh, this is what I wanted to share because I, I wanted to make sure that the council of the uh, representative was definitely online so that we could also begin to hear more from what's going on uh, with the uh, larger jurisdiction being the state. But what I wanted to hear, and he could kind of tap in, is that those individuals who have not received their ballot to vote, if they've requested, they need to go ahead to the site on Tuesday and vote. Mm-hmm. Because for them to wait for a ballot or use the excuse of it might come, if, if it's not here, it's not coming. You know, we're already dealing with the dilemma with the post office. Mm-hmm. So it's better to go ahead and cast their vote on Tuesday, and they're able to go to, of course, the, the, any place that, uh, that's posted. But most of us are going to have to go back to our neighborhood uh, location. So that's what I would encourage you to do, and I don't know if, if the representative Sherman has any any other uh, comments on that, but it's better to go back to the poll where we go. traditionally voted when it comes on election day and encourage all of our seniors, don't wait if they need a ride, give them a ride, but we cannot afford to allow uh, some of these, uh, any, any vote to go unforced uh, 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 on. So once again, I want to encourage everyone to get in and vote 
Uh, I know that we talked about 315, and there will be different positions based on the representatives on the senator positions. But for sure, I know that number one, and I'll just go through this real fast, is a, is a support in terms of just authorizing professional sports teams to be able to do, I think, a conduct raffles and rodeo events. Uh, that's what they focus on. And, and, and also, so that money can be used, as I understand, I'm reading, for education, cancer, and research. On Proposition 2, this gives us an opportunity to build or redevelop some of our infrastructure in some of our blighted areas in Dallas County and most counties. Number three. Uh, uh, Councilman Arnold, I can barely. He is, uh, we got some, is, uh, is it my headset alone? Can y'all hear? It's on now. It's gone now. Is it gone? Uh-huh. Would you speak? Uh-huh. We, well, no. No, it came back when she started talking. And we have uh, Casey Thomas on lane four. Okay, all right. But, um, can you uh, hear me now? Is a window down it's, in a car? Uh, uh, yeah. Are you driving? No, sir. I'm still in a room. I will not come back. Uh, no. Brother Sherman, okay. uh, are you driving? I uh, am. Oh, that's okay. your, that's your phone. Okay. Right. All right. Now, now it's gone. Now, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I placed it on mute. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. All right. Now, okay, uh-huh. go right ahead. Okay. Proposition three. Representative spoke on the need to oppose three, uh, four. That that goes into those eligibility requirements, and I think each individual you're going to hear different positions from different representatives. So four. Uh, is is in the air five. I, I, I see that Representative Davis is supporting that. Uh, Proposition six most definitely support that because it gives you an opportunity to designate an essential caregiver for for individuals uh, who have some type of, I guess, for uh, illness such as during the COVID COVID crisis. It allows residents to designate an essential caregiver. And that would give them access mm-hmm. to help, you know, individuals who need it. So six is definitely a go. Number seven, we talked about the uh, allowing surviving spouse of a person who is disabled to receive a limitation on their taxes. That's if that person is 55 years of age or older at the time of the person's death. So that's the support. And finally, number eight, this amendment authorizes the legislature to provide an exemption from of taxes on part of the market value uh, of the homestead of the surviving spouse of a member of the armed services who was killed or fatally injured. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say that we, for the most part, we're going to go to the, to the polls to support. I would suggest that individuals call their elected official. Uh, my representative is Yvonne Davis, and her number is 214-941-3895. And Carl Sherman can give his. Uh, Senator West, I did speak with him yesterday, and he he was he was um, going out of the state, so he wasn't able to be with us this morning. But definitely wanted to encourage everyone to get to those polls to vote. Okay, so that's where I am at. Yeah, right. Could you and, could, and before, let's try to uh, make it as easy as possible? But because uh, I blew this one, I didn't should have had, had okay. to show last week. Uh Call out the ones we should vote for. Just call the number out. 
Okay. We should vote but for what I'm saying. One. One. Two. 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 Mm-hmm. Six. One, two, seven, six. Six, seven. Seven, eight. Seven, eight. So we shouldn't. Right. We didn't miss anybody but what? Uh. You're so right because they put the lepers in the church. You can go to the Old Testament. They had to get out of the camp. They had to, in fact, they were started to leave Miriam out of the camp when she contracted leprosy for working against Moses. She moved. They they were gonna go off and leave her, but Moses, because he's the meekest man ever lived, they had to pray. They had to pray. And he That's prayed, right. and God forgave Miriam, his That's own right. sister, forgave her, and let 
and healed her so they could she could go back with the camp and move back go back around the mountain like she was Amen. at first. Amen. Yeah. At Numbers chapter 10, verse 3, that Moses yes. was the most meek man on the face of the earth. Yes. You're right. She had to stay out seven days. Okay. Seven days, and you got some of these folks who contract the virus, and they come back on the house floor. God have mercy. Uh, uh, we we well we we up against uh, just a short break. And this will be the last one right here, and, he, and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'ma kick it with mine, y'all know. All right, we're back. We're back on Church Information Open Forum. We we got. Can we get can we get called on the line? With, uh, cause we people are really calling. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, so we have a uh, Ray, Ray in the uh, line two. All right, all right, bring Ray on. Bring him, bring him on. Let's let's try this. Okay. Right, good, morning. good morning, Ray. Good morning, Reverend Brown. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, uh, I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, check and see, can uh, uh, Representative Sherman and uh, Councilwoman all uh, hear you? Uh, can y'all hear? Us? You didn't. Did we didn't yeah, lose any, did, did we lose anybody? Yeah, I'm here, Reverend Barnett. Ray. Okay. All right. Go. Go right ahead, Ray. If the question I have is, can I know they doing their explanation, and I just want to be correct on the wording of those propositions, and I want to be right about the decisions I make. Can they go down the line if it's fair to? Can we can give a little bit more explanation on how we should vote? You know, can they go down by one, okay. yes or no? Okay. You know what I'm saying? That way, when I tell my young people at my home, because they have age to vote, so can they break it down just a little right. bit more for me? All right. All right. I'm ready. Did y'all hear the question? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, go, go right ahead. Proposition one is support. So, yes. Okay, go, go right ahead. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, keep going. No. Number three is no. Number four is no. Number five is no. Number six is yes, support. Seven, support. Eight, support. Now, that's the recommendation of Yvonne Yvonne. Davis, our representative. <laughs> okay. She represents us in four. Uh, yes. Those who live in four. Uh-huh. Okay. And part of Representative Sherman, I think he had a little bit of four, but bottom line is, for sure, we know we need to vote against three and four. No if and ends or buts about it. Okay. Okay. Three and four is not, is not good news for us. Right. So okay. three, four, and five is what we're saying in right. O. Okay. All right. Okay. Very good. Mm-hmm. All righty. Mm -hmm. But we, uh, we got to vote. We got to vote. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, polling places open. You can vote anywhere in Dallas County, uh, no matter where you live. Right, but remember, we're still able to go to our neighborhood location. Yeah, we can so, still go there, right. but but it, but if you didn't. Yeah. Uh, 
And on election day, though, you can only vote at your particular voting place. Uh, So, uh, as you said, election day is uh, Tuesday, Mm -hmm. and we need everybody to come out to vote because when we vote, we win. Democrats outnumber Republicans in Texas. The problem is we're not voting, mm. and we need to we need to exercise our franchise by voting mm-hmm. and participating in in this democracy that so many have died for mm-hmm. us to have the right to vote. I've got to go. I am uh, with Lee Merritt, who's running for Texas Attorney General, and I'm excited well, about the future because of him. Uh, you gonna see? You gonna talk to Lee today? I am. I, I'm. Uh, talk to me today. In fact, I am. Tell him, I, and I called Lee last week. Uh, he didn't call me back, but tell him, uh, give me a call. So uh, we want to talk to Lee. Yes, sir. All right. I, 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 uh, and yeah. he wants to talk to you. We'll, <laughs> we'll make sure. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you, Councilwoman Carolyn King Arnold. Thank you, Brother Barnett. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, before we go, I wanted to make sure we also put this on the minds of, of our community. Mm-hmm. DART is preparing to close and redesign a number of these bus routes. Is and that right? Tra- yes, and so when you're traveling through these neighborhoods, you see a cover over Thank some you. of these uh, DART signs, and folks can't read it oftentimes because they're moving, they're driving. But that's an announcement uh-huh. that that particular route is up for consideration to be closed. So DART is preparing to uh, redesign services, what they're calling it. But mm-hmm. we're preparing to have a meeting with DART. Uh, uh, Council Member uh, Atkins and I know share a date where we can talk about uh, the impact on our community because I'm very concerned mm-hmm. about the lack of engagement because many of our constituents, as I said, are probably not paying attention to that talk to that announcement and they're going to wake up one morning and find out they have a challenge trying to get to work. Oh so, my uh, goodness. Yeah. So we will be bringing you update on that within the next uh, probably the next couple of, of, of Please, of please, shows. please let's get that out because we want people to come out and really thinking they have a ride to work and, right. and they come right. out and nothing happening. Uh, I tell you right. what is uh, Councilman Thomas, Casey Thomas still on there? See if, see if Councilman Thomas. Councilman Thomas? Yeah. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Good morning, colleague, Council. Woman Arnold, and uh, mm-hmm. also uh, thanks Representative Sherman for coming on and making his voice heard. Uh, one of the last week that came on, Pastor Barnett, mm-hmm. announced our Community Day event, Night Out at the Ballpark. It is today mm-hmm. from 3.30 to 9.30 at Chiefs Park Softball Complex. All right. Yes, we're going to have softball games going on all day. Mm-hmm. The community can come out to a softball game. The live band starts at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. They'll be playing. But you want the community to come out and have a good time. We've been in the house a long time. It was a beautiful <laughs> yeah. day. And we want to have the community to come out. We're also can, 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 you, can you bat, Councilman Thomas? <laughs> can you swing a bat? Hmm? I, I can throw a pitch, but I swing a bat. I throw open the pitch at the DBU. Would an old man have to come out there and show y'all how to swing a bat? <laughs> hmm? 
Maybe I can run the bases. I can swing the bat. I can definitely run the bases. Hit home runs all the time. You won't have to run. You walk. Yeah. I have to, I have to knock it so far. I have to knock it a mile to get to first base. Right. I don't want to confuse anybody, though. These will be live games going on, organized teams. That'll be going on. Right. Come and watch. But we'll have activities. We got some of everybody. We've got a free mammograms. Uh, breast cancer awareness, but we got, you know, oh, uh, free food, hot dogs, uh, chips, the whole night. Oh, wow. Brother Curtis Wilbert is the, is the manager over the softball complex. He's welcoming the community out as well. So we just want everybody mm-hmm. to come out today over at East Park and have a good time. Good, clean family food. Man, because we sort of almost abandoned. Key Park for one while because years ago that's where we everybody used to hang out on Sundays. Was in the East. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was a hangout. I don't even know we got a. Like, mm-hmm. don't know we got a beautiful softball complex. Okay. That's what we want to do. We want the community to come out and embrace all these great things that the city has. It's gonna be a fun time for for mothers, children, grandparents, aunts, big mm-hmm. mama, everybody to come out. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> And what time does it start today? It starts at 3.30 till 9.30. So oh, the games begin at 3.30. Mm-hmm. The band will start, live band will start at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. The band will play until 9 o'clock, oh. 9.30. And we still have a great time out there and have a lot of fun. And you say you're going to have hot dogs out there too, huh? <laughs> free. Hot dogs, chips, free. and drink. All free. Yeah. All free. Yeah. Well, you're going to have a crowd. You said the operative <laughs> word there when you said free. <laughs> well, Reverend Barnett. Yes. Uh-huh. Also talk about the wings of the Dallas Air Show. I think is that going on today? Uh, oh Council yeah. Member? Well, that's going to be right across the street there, isn't it? It's right there at Dallas Executive Airport. We got mm-hmm. people coming from all over the state. They mm-hmm. didn't have the last year because of COVID, but they're having it today, and they have a full reenactment of the Pearl Harbor uh, uh, explosion. Wow. You, I mean, you would think you were right there. So thank you. Well, I know that because they they fly over, it seems like they do all that stuff. They flying over my house. I hear them looking, it sounds like uh, they're going to land on my house somewhere. Boom, I hear them big planes <laughs> be coming <laughs> They, they even have a replica of the Red Tail Flame that you yeah. had to go in and mm-hmm. play the story. It's beautiful. It's a great weekend. I'm going to be going over there myself on Sunday before the game. Yeah, that would be real nice. And if you've never been to an air show, go. Because they can do some tricks with those airplanes and everything. It's it's really nice. It's really nice. Oh, it's right, right. Mm-hmm. All righty. Councilwoman, uh, uh, is there anything well, last, else? Uh huh. Yeah. Last but not least, and I think most people can watch that show. You said over there in their backyard or over here off Bear Lane. But I also want to make sure we get support for our Veterans Day parade, which is going to be November 11th. Mm-hmm. It's coming down Lancaster Boulevard, mm-hmm. and we are starting at Illinois. Uh, I've got to get the exact church. Uh, well, we, we, we're coming down Illinois, all the way down to the property across the street from the VA. So this is our okay. annual. Veterans Day Parade right here in the southern sector. And once again, we'll have salute. We're also going to have the planes flying over the 1111. We mm-hmm. will also provide food, but it's just the food for the thought and food for just knowledge to know what and we need to be doing more for our 
individuals, family members mm-hmm. who have given of them to protect the country. So we are inviting everyone to come out, and I will be coming on again next week to remind us of that. So we have a lot please of do. going please on. Please do. Please do. Please be we here. Our civilians, um, citizens engaged. So thank you for letting us share this morning. All right. Thank you. All righty. All right. Hope, thank you. Talk to you next week. All righty. All righty. That's... Who, who, who do we have? Yeah, a caller uh, would like to ask a question, and it's uh, Connie on line two. Who? Connie. Connie. Yes. Connie. All right. Go right ahead, Connie. Yes, what I want to ask the council people, while they're on there talking about all the entertainment and everything that's going on, why aren't they trying to do something about the gentrification and destruction of these black neighborhoods? Because to me, both of them are not doing anything but just holding a seat. Well, they're, they're gone. And uh, don't worry, though, uh, the two council people that were on right there, they on my show oh, quite I'm often. Still here, uh-huh. I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, you still here? Go. Yeah, Did yeah, you hear that question? Yeah, absolutely. I can address that directly. Okay, go right ahead. I requested, as chair of the Housing Homeless Solutions Committee, a racial equity audit by a comprehensive housing policy. Mm-hmm. We will be briefing the housing committee and we need the community to come out on December the 9th. That's a Tuesday. December the 9th, 9 a.m. at the council chamber. Because when I, I started reading a draft of it over uh, the weekend, and trust me, it's eye-opening and we're going to make recommendations to fix what's not correct in this policy as relates to uh, black people and people of color in particular. So, uh, 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 sir, what's your name? I'm Johnny Ross, but you, you know, what did you do with the golf course? Yeah. Because we're upset yeah, about Mr. that. Okay, I, I can't speak to the golf course. That decision was made corporately. It was a private deal. But I can tell you what you asked specifically about, about uh, gentrification. What we're doing with this housing policy will prevent... You know what, I don't really get anything else from you because you're not doing anything but just sitting and talking. Well, you asked the council people to talk. Uh, nah. And that's all they're doing is talking. That's what right. the problem is. Sir, what I'm asking, what I'm saying to you is, I want you, right. as a matter of fact, Pastor Boyd has my number. Give him my number, Pastor Boyd. I'm going to okay. show right. him the policy. I'm going to show him the policy. Right. That okay. we have that's in place, and we're making amendments to make it even better, to prevent justification and also reinvestment where we, our black developers, home builders, can build homes and development in our own community. That's in our policy we have right now. So I'd be glad to sit down with him, show him this, because it's hard right. over the radio right. to mm-hmm. people. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I tell you what, we're just about out of time. We're going to have to get out of here. We're going to have to go. And, uh, I tell you what, thank you all for calling. Thank you all for listening. And uh, you can tell them uh, goodbye, Leon. You can tell everybody. <laughs> goodbye, Leon. <laughs> okay. That's what uh, the comedian says it. All right. Happy birthday, Rev Barnett. All right. Thank you. We're going to uh, keep saying that. All right. Have keep many more. That. We want you to have many, many, many more. Yeah, well, I can't say many enough times. Yeah, I sure hope And happy birthday, Pastor Barnett. Uh, thank you. Happy birthday, Pastor Thank you. All righty. Yeah, have more. a wonderful, wonderful week. May the Lord bless you. Tomorrow morning, 930, Marion Barnett Sr.
Marion Barnett Sr., Heavenly Joy Church. We are streaming tomorrow on Facebook, 9.30 tomorrow morning. We the Lord bless you and keep you. Bye-bye. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust in God's word and believe it, cause it'll never